This is a part of the Aggie Radio Show Network. Hi, I'm Caleb Price, and you're listening to Relatable Thoughts. Did you know that what goes on in your mind is the reason for everything you experience in life? For your anxiety, for the money you make, your major, your relationships, reaching your goals, even the feelings you feel. So why is no one talking about it? As a college student, a Latter-day Saint, and a certified life coach, I'm speaking up and talking about our thoughts and teaching you how to manage your mind. Because the secret is, you aren't alone in what you think. Your thoughts are totally relatable. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. This is episode, I believe, 54, and it's going to be back. It's going to be here. It's going to be recording in the studio. I, okay, I have to get this off my chest. I, <laughs> not that I need to get this off my chest, but I just want to rant a little bit, um, or at least give my review about something kind of not related at all to this, but you all need to go see The Batman. This is not a movie review podcast, but if it were, this would be the ultimate movie to go see. I absolutely freaking loved it. It was so cool, so amazing, so beautifully well done. I had my, you know, nerves and worries about it, but honestly, wouldn't change a single thing. And I'm a pretty big Batman fan. I mean, I'm and I'm not like I'm not afraid to say that like, I don't like a movie or something. So like, sorry to Encanto fans out there. If you leave the podcast because of it, that's fine, because I honestly didn't like it wasn't good um but the batman fan freaking tastic amazing well done action just jam-packed as my sister said olivia she was like i think for the first time i finally understand batman so if you're looking to finally understand batman and see a great movie um or just experience something amazing for like three hours basically go and see that movie it's awesome anyway back to the actual content i I'm excited for this week because I have been recently, let's say, humbled. Um, I get humbled a lot, but that's a good thing. It's good to get humbled because, you know, it's a great quality. And also, like, um, I don't know, you just learn so much from it. And what I mean by being humbled is that recently, like the past two weeks or so, I mean, it, it this happens all the time, but it's just funny to see that, like, you know, because on the podcast, like I'm a certified life coach, I give lots of advice, I give lots of opinions that I believe, but the sometimes it's really hard to follow your own advice. Have you ever noticed that? It's really hard to take your own medicine sometimes. And so like, as I was, you know, meeting with my coaches, I think this week or the last week, or just really like being observant of everything that was going on inside my head, it was really funny and apparent to me because it just like hit me in what I, what they were saying to me was just like, oh, like, I'm not listening to my own advice <laughs> or more importantly, I am not focusing on the fundamentals. I was making, you know, things like, you know, my business and my podcast and subscribers and all these things, all these numbers mean something basically like, Oh, it's not working. Or like I'm a failure or like things aren't going the way I want to. Like, it's just like, it's just like falling into this and saying like, well, it's because I need a better website or I need a better plan or I need something more engaging. I need to change something. And that is the most common trap of them all for the brain. Muffinhead loves this. He's like, yeah, just change it and it will get better. Even though that's not true. It's not true. 
when you change something, it's not just necessarily going to get better. It only gets better because of how you change your thinking about it. Because, you know, if you change something or you make changes, those thoughts are still going to come back. It may be in some different form because you're in a different scenario, basically. But so like take, um, I don't know, easy one is like, for me, at least, is like, you know, take like a breakup. Like, you know, you break up with someone because you're like, well, it'll be easier. It'll be better. Feel better. Okay, great. But if you say it's going to be easier or better, well, what's going to happen then when you're single? You're going to be like, well, it maybe was easier or better when I wasn't single, basically. Like, I need to get into this relationship. I need to change things because right now I'm feeling bad or I'm feeling like I'm not worth it. I'm feeling frustrated. I'm feeling lonely and insecure. We are running away from our negative emotions. And I do that all the freaking time. And so I was running away from my negative emotions in regards to like specifically like, let's say, uh, my business and like thinking that people weren't getting invested and whatnot. And I don't want to get into all the details, but like really I was not focusing on the fundamentals and it just hit me like how I wasn't necessarily, you know, writing down my thoughts every day. I wasn't putting the work into the beliefs that I wanted. And so like what I wanted to talk about today and focus on are two fundamentals that I absolutely believe, especially now <laughs> that I believe if you follow these pretty much to a T, basically, that everything else that comes into your life, like, will work out, basically. Or, like, you'll be able to handle each situation. We'll be able to understand what's going on. You'll get a better sense of how to manage your emotions, manage your brain, control the anxiety that you're feeling, get that transformation you're looking for, reach the goals you want, either in your business in um, your own creative endeavors in just school itself and be able to figure out the life exactly that you want. It's in two things, only two things. The first fundamental is, I wrote these down, so maybe I should try reading them. Okay. The first fundamental habit to help you in your life is one, gain awareness of your thoughts and create the thoughts you want for your life. And two, learn how to truly process emotions. Now, what do I mean by both these things? And why are these, I guess, fundamentals? Well, let's start with the idea of fundamental. A fundamental is something that like you, it's just like you take down to the very bare minimum, kind of like an element. Like it's just like, it's the thing that you would repeat over and over again if you want to return back to the, I don't know, the observation of a certain rule. So like fundamentalists in religion, for example, they return back to the core, which is like referring to like, I guess the Bible or something like we're going to return back to what the fundamentals of this are like what are the basics let's break everything down if we were to break down what coaching is or if we're going to break down what it takes like what our life basically is into different parts what would be the model the model which i've talked about before on the podcast where we have circumstances facts outside of us that we have observations about these observations are thoughts these observations that we create in our mind um, our thoughts, which are just sentences or phrase we create, basically, we just think and they are. And then those thoughts create feelings, a feeling which is just a vibration in your body. And then from that vibration, you are motivated or pushed to action to do something. Um, and so those are, you know, the next step is action. What are you doing because of that feeling? And then from those actions, it creates a result, basically. If you do that over time, you get a certain result in your life. These are the fundamentals. Now, why did I want to focus on thought and feeling? Well, it's because the world already focuses so much on uh, circumstance and result and action, I mean. <laughs> 
circumstance and action, the world already focuses on these because one, the world most of the time is teaching you that there are things outside of you that are creating your emotions. Um, we're taught at a very young age, basically, in our conversation, which has meaning, basically, is like from an early age, it's like, like he's making me do this or he makes me feel a certain way or like she said something and I'm hurt because of it, basically, or like she hurt me by saying these words or like any conflict. That's an easy one to look at, basically, or society made me this way, dot, dot, dot. Now, of course, there are correlating factors. There are certain influences. I'll give you that very much so. But I believe 100% the world is pulling us away from thinking that it's our responsibility, our own agency and what we're creating inside our head and more about what's outside of us. Now, we also avoid our feelings because the world also tells us, well, if we do things, we'll feel a certain way, basically. Or like we do certain actions in order to make ourselves feel a certain way. So like if you're feeling sad, well, like a lot of people deal with that with emotional eating, basically. Like you have a breakup. Oh, well, let's go out. Let's get some ice cream. Let's get your mind off of this. Let's cover up the emotions, basically. That's how we deal with our feelings. We cover them up. Um, and then also just under, and also we're also sometimes conditioned to not even care about our feelings as if like, well, it doesn't even matter what you feel. Basically, that's what uh, Will Smith talks about in his book is like feelings were like seventh on my list and not even, you know, like other people's feelings, my feelings, like they were on the bottom because what mattered was the hustle doing certain things like, uh, why do I care about what I'm actually feeling? So the world has been driving you away from these two fundamentals, your thoughts and your feelings. Now, why is it essential to return to the fundamentals? Now, you've probably been going through your life just fine. Maybe. If you're listening to this podcast, you, you probably struggle with something. You know, you probably struggle with anxiety, procrastination, indecision, perfectionism. Maybe you're just a really good supporter of myself, which I thank you for that. Um, but, you know, think of someone else even if you want. Um, if your life is doing well and you're now you're not you're not like, oh, like things are fine. Well, this still even applies to you because here's a story, basically. Um, when I was really young, um, or not really young, when I was 10, I started the violin. And it was a great instrument. I really wanted to do it. But my mom said, okay, if you're going to do the violin and orchestra at school, then you have to get a private teacher because, like, you're going to invest yourself into the skill, basically. Plus, she wanted, like, a mini orchestra in her family. So, so I had to start because I'm the oldest. <laughs> anyway, um, so I taught. I got... I got taught basically, and it was great. Um, sis, uh, her name Francie Nelson. She was amazing. I love her. Um, great violin teacher. She taught me the basics, basically the fundamentals. We started with the Suzuki books. We started with scales. The thing is, though, when I was young, I didn't really like practicing, so it was kind of like hit or miss. I was told to do the fundamentals, yet I kind of avoided it because I was just like, well, I just want to play the big orchestra piece. I just want to do these cool things. I don't want to focus on the fundamentals like <laughs> but what ended up happening is i had to pay for that in the end because avoiding the fundamentals always causes you to need to return to the fundamentals it just causes more time to go by basically in order to achieve the greatness the goal that you have in mind for yourself that kind of transformation how do i know this 
well, we moved basically. We moved about four years later, and um, so I'm about 14 or so, and I get a new violin teacher, and she is great, Leah. She is amazing. Love her. Love, love, love her. But when I first met with her, wasn't really keen because she listened to me a couple times, and she's like, okay, okay, we need to return to the fundamentals. We need to get you back on scales. We need to go back a couple books, basically. We need to go back. And that sucks. That really sucked in my mind. Like, I just was like, no, I'm frustrated. I'm losing progress. Like, how could you do this to me? Like, I don't need to return back. Like, I sound great. The thing is, like, I probably did sound good. I probably did sound pretty good. But did I sound great? Well, maybe I thought so, but who cares what I thought? The teacher is the one who knows exactly what I should be doing. And so returning to the fundamentals is what I did. And it was frustrating. It was terrible. Just hitting your fingers on the scales over and over again, going ridiculously slow, going, making sure my placements were right. Um, Just meticulous hour after hour and making sure I actually practiced it. Just an hour of scales, basically. Just scales over and over and over and over and over and over and over again, like forever. Felt like that at least. And guess what happened? I got better. I got way better. I got dramatically better, even, I would say. I don't know what my mom would say, but I think so, honestly. And I really attribute that to returning to the fundamentals, to having a teacher, essentially a coach, showing me the way and telling me how to go back, basically, to return. Because as human beings, we are prone to dream. We are prone to want stuff big and better immediately. And we're not really prone to go back to the fundamentals. And that's that's fine, first off. It makes sense that we don't want to go back to something that we think is going to help because, one, we probably believe that returning to these small things isn't going to really help us in the end. Or it's not going to, you're just like, how is that going to help when, like, it's not even, doesn't seem even related to the thing that I desire for myself. So, like, take, for example, the fundamentals uh, I'm focusing on in terms of your thoughts and your feelings. You might be wondering, well, how do my thoughts and feelings relate to the fact that I need to take this like final, this midterm, or the fact that I am trying to figure out if I really love this person or not, or the fact that I don't even know where I'm going to go to college or which college to go to for my grad school, basically, like doesn't make any sense. How are your thoughts and feelings going to help me? I promise you they are because in this case, I am the teacher and I <laughs> know what's best. Now, I'm, obviously you can take it if you will, basically, you can do whatever you like with it, but what I want to reiterate ahead of time before I talk or explain everything is that this has purpose, basically. Like, while it might not seem related, your thoughts have power. Your thoughts reflect your inner soul, basically. And if you aren't working on your inner soul, that inner soul won't be reflected into your actions, basically. If you are not working on your feelings, basically, you will never like you're never going to want to do something necessarily. So when you lack the motivation and you're not in control, like you don't know how to work with your emotions, how to feel them, how to deal with it when you're not feeling the way that you want to, well then how are you ever going to get to that thing that you want in life? Because I tell you, I'm going to tell you right now, muffin head is not going to want to do what you want to do, especially it's not going to want to do the fundamentals. I mean, like, that's why I've been struggling with it, basically. It's just because, like, I felt like I didn't need to do it. I didn't really want to do it. I would always have this thought, like, oh, we don't need to do it. Like, it's too long. 
We already have so much to do, even though what I'm going to say is it just takes five minutes of your day. Like just five minutes. You can do more, but five minutes is all you need. So now let's begin with the first fundamental. So gaining awareness. What I'm talking about in this case is gaining awareness is that the reality that you're living or experiencing is actually more your thoughts than actual facts. In that what you believe or perceive about you, you know, the world is being filtered by your mind, basically. You know, the reason you like certain things and don't like certain things is because of simply thoughts. Now, those thoughts are super fast and subconscious, and they just kind of feel like, oh, this is me, basically. But they're being created by thoughts. A great way to illustrate it is like, well, like take your preferences versus someone else's. Like I have like a very colorful shirt. I'll just put it like that. That a lot of people might think is kind of ugly, but that's their thought about it. It doesn't mean that the shirt is ugly. The shirt is just a shirt. You could even debate about whether it's colorful or not, because some people might think it's more colorful and some people might think it's less colorful. The way I like to describe gaining awareness that your thoughts are influencing something is talking about music. When you hear a song, basically, you feel a certain way because the thoughts are basically being supplied to you in the lyrics. So if it's a breakup song, you feel sad about it potentially, or you feel righteous indignation because, you know, you've been hurt because the lyrics are basically telling you this is what you should think about this. And we see that when we take a look at classical music, music without any words, basically, these orchestras and symphonies that have such interpretation. Now, a lot of people attribute major stuff to be kind of happy and minor stuff to be kind of sad, but it's still subject to interpretation. We don't know what it is and how it's going to make us feel. So whatever our thought is about it determines how we feel about the experience. Like, so You might believe classical music is boring. Or you might believe it's really invigorating and very exciting. There you have it. Two different experiences around the same exact thing. Now, how is this important, basically, to gain awareness that our thoughts are having influence on our life is that you believe certain things or are doing certain things because you believe that they're just facts when, in fact, they're just thoughts. Like believing that a class is hard. That's a thought. Believing that a relationship can't work out. That's a thought. Believing that anxiety is just the way you have to deal with things right now, or this is just always the way I'm going to feel, like even like any of the feelings or, you know, even like, you know, your parents are just like rude or they're not considerate enough or the school like should be shouldn't be costing so much. Basically, these are all just thoughts. Now, it's OK to have these thoughts. We don't need to just start plucking them out and being like, get rid of these like they're bad. No. None of these things are bad, basically, but it's about what the thoughts are creating for you in your life, basically. Are they creating the thing that you want deep down in your mind? And so the first fundamental thing is to just get all your thoughts out. So I write them down. I do a thought download. I'm committing to hopefully do a thought download almost every day. I'm going to say almost because, you know, I'm a fallible human being, but I want to get back to that fundamental of writing down everything that's going on inside my head. So then I can determine what are the thoughts that are influencing me because there are certain things that I do because I, I'm just, I'm unconsciously thinking certain things. Like I could say, well, I think like no one's going to listen to this podcast or like I don't know what to say or like I need to figure this thing out or like I need to do this homework assignment first or like I'd rather actually just watch TV basically. All these 
are just thoughts simmering in your head. And if you're not getting them out, then you're, then I can't act as the observer. Basically I'm subject to my thoughts unknowingly now. Okay. Hopefully (laughs) this is all helping basically. Um, I don't know. It's kind of rumbled and jambled, but like, these are just thoughts. It's not going to stop me though from continuing to practice and say what I want to on this podcast because I'm choosing to think a thought about this and saying, you know, no matter what, I have something to say, no matter what, something, someone's going to get something out of this, no matter what, it's still valuable for me to have this kind of experience. So I know maybe I should be better prepared next time, but that's okay. We're just going to experience it right now. That is how you can start then having mental shifts and mental shifts are going to influence then your beliefs and your beliefs are going to determine I'm going to go so far as to say your destiny, basically, your results, your beliefs will determine where you end up in life, the trajectory of your course, you might say. Um, That's pretty dramatic, honestly, but it's so true because depending on what you believe, you'll avoid certain things, basically. You won't do certain actions, even though deep down you might actually want to. So like, let's say you have like this goal, like this, you know, you want to get married, basically. But deep down, you also have some beliefs surrounding marriage, like marriage can't work out or like people are, you know, half the rate of people getting married, like ends up in divorce, basically. I mean, and you might say, well, that's a scientific fact. Well, it's like, well, one, you know, a couple studies did that. We don't have to believe those studies, one. And two, who says you're in that category of being in that half, basically? You might say, well, realistically, well, realistically, you get to believe whatever you want. So this is the idea of we need to challenge our false beliefs, but if we never look at our thoughts, we will never know what our false beliefs are. This is why this is fundamental. Number one, finding what those false beliefs are and figuring out what do we want to think instead. Now, I want to quickly finish up with the second fundamental, which I want to give this more time, and I'll probably do another episode on it, but it's the idea of not neglecting our feelings. I do this all the time. That's why another reason why I got humbled is because I was just neglecting my emotion. I, I, I've been telling myself I shouldn't feel a certain way for quite a while in my life. You know, I shouldn't feel judgment. I shouldn't feel anger. I shouldn't feel this regret. I shouldn't feel guilt. I shouldn't. Lots of shouldn'ts. It doesn't necessarily feel, you know, like we're not telling ourselves in our mind, like, well, I shouldn't think that. Sometimes we do. You know, when we have a conversation, we reveal like, oh, I don't think I should actually be feeling this way. But a lot of times we deny the experience that we're actually living. We deny the experience that we're actually experiencing and feeling. We deny ourselves our feelings. And so instead we cover them up, you know, with like indulgences and whatnot, or we shame ourselves and tell ourselves we shouldn't. All in the effort of trying to just react to the emotion rather than acting with the emotion. Now, what I mean by acting with the emotion is actually having a relationship with it rather than pushing it out the door and saying you shouldn't be here. It's welcoming it into your presence and saying, welcome, like, why are you here? Basically asking the feeling why it's there, basically, because your brain wants to communicate with you. I remember we just talked about with Sean, like this idea that like if you like kind of just keep going your brain your body or your brain is going to kind of rebel a little bit and it's probably going to give you these feelings of like anxiety fear 
um, even depression and stuff like that. Like, because it's like, we want to stop you from doing what's happening basically. Cause we, you, we think you're putting us in emotional danger, which it has good reason. Muffin head always has a good reason for it, but these aren't the higher reasons that you have. These aren't your reason you get to decide in the end. So there's an exercise that I have in one of my podcast episodes. It's a bonus episode. I can link it basically, but it's this meditative exercise to breathe in, basically close our eyes and locate where that feeling is inside our body and inside our body. Because remember, a feeling is just a vibration. It's not something that's affected by other people, but it's something that our brain creates inside of our body, you know, using chemicals and whatnot. So like a lot of anxiety feels like tightness in the chest or like clenching of the throat or like uh, this guilt can kind of seem like a pit in the stomach. Excitement can seem like, and nervousness can be seen like butterflies. You know, we've heard all these metaphors before, but what's actually happening? It's these vibrations, sensations that are created inside of our body because of a feeling, because our brain is weird. I mean, when we say feeling, that's what it is. It is the vibration. The feeling is just a word to describe it. Like we've just described oh, anxiety is this, is when I feel this way, I attribute that to anxiety. It's just like a definition, basically. So the way you can think about it is, is like, well, when I start feeling it, let's identify it. Let's allow it to be there. Just be like, hey, thanks for being here, anxiety. What do you have to say for yourself? You can even go down deep and just be like, what does it look like? What kind of color is it? What is the shape of this feeling? One of my friends, who's also a coach, told me or asked me the question, like, how old is this feeling? How familiar is this feeling? Have you had this feeling before? What is it trying to tell you about yourself? Because it might offer warnings. It might offer counsel and whatnot. And I know this seems kind of weird. It seems weird. But really, all you need to do in terms of a fundamental is recognize that your feelings are important. They aren't meant to be shamed. They're not meant to be covered up. They're meant to be felt. They're meant to be understood. They're meant to be listened to. And then you get to decide what to do with it. Because once you listen to it, it'll, you know, give the time to you. And you can just decide, oh, like, I see we're feeling pretty nervous. Maybe we shouldn't do this. But more often than not, because you've actually understood the feeling, it'll kind of decrease in intensity. And you'll be like, I know we're feeling nervous. That's okay. I still want to do this. I still want to do this crazy challenge. It's okay to be nervous. Guys, I hope you got something out of this. Really, I just want to drive home this idea that there are fundamentals in our life that we should be focusing on when it comes to our thoughts and our feelings, rather than necessarily the circumstances and actions that we have been conditioned to focus on. It's not things outside of us. It's not the habits and hustle that we should be doing. The thoughts and feelings will motivate us, encourage us, help us to continue to do the actions that we desire and help us to deal with and learn and understand that our circumstances are actually totally okay. They can't hurt us. We are in charge of how we feel. And so this is what I will also be helping you guys in my new program, Break Up With Anxiety. I am releasing the six-week program, this course basically, where we'll meet one-on-one in coaching, where you will finally get the transformation that you've been looking for. I used to struggle immensely when it came to anxiety, when just like 
anxiety and like trying to approach people anxiety when it came to I had to have a difficult conversation with people and trying to people please even just being in people's way like I didn't want to bother people and so I would think in my mind like how am I not going to bother people how am I going to like avoid this kind of situation and always overthinking always worrying about what the future held even in terms of my decisions and how they affected me how they affected other people where my life was even going and also especially how you know how this also worked with my own faith my own religion how my feelings were to god it was just all creating a bunch of worry and anxiety and now i am entirely free of that person who i was 2 years ago and i've created a program that you can have that same kind of transformation where you can have the confidence to walk in a room and not have to worry about what other people are going to think about you. Where you have the confidence that when you make mistakes that you aren't immediately driven to guilt and shame, but you can work through it in a healthy and wholesome manner without trying to beat yourself up for those kinds of mistakes. Where you can approach difficult conversations without people-pleasing. Whatever you're facing anxiety with, or I'll even go out to say, whatever you're facing procrastination with, worry, overwhelm, whatever that is, I promise you that you can find confidence in that skill set, in being able to master your own emotions, in breaking up with it, and then creating a new, healthy, redefined relationship with that feeling because of the fundamentals of our thoughts and our feelings and returning to those rather than focusing on what the world does when it comes to circumstance and action. So if you're interested, um, Tuesday, I believe the 15th of March, I will be doing a Zoom webinar explaining everything so you should sign up for that or just comment below dm me on instagram or even go to my website right now calebpricecoaching.com where you can find more information about that and you can even go and sign up for it it's gonna be great um guys i love you thank you for listening today i hope you got something out of this um and i'll talk to you later focus on those fundamentals i promise you you take this week even take this week to just Every day, try and do a little bit when it comes to your thoughts and your feelings. Just do a little bit and see how your life can be infinitely changed by it in just a week of doing those fundamentals. See the difference and see if you like that difference. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you want to personally see how what I talk about can change your life forever, Sign up for your free coaching call today. This week's episode was sponsored by The Batman. It's an incredibly beautiful action-packed film that might be my current favorite movie ever. Go and see it. And special shout out to Miley McKellar for signing up for a free coaching session to help with her worries and to everyone, keep it spicy.